And the week begins. Uh, I know we're already busy, so the new game this week is not really that important, but I still like to see things that surprise me. Like Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> I don't know who Mad Mike is. Why he would be on the quest for stale gum. Did you do the Garbage Pail Kids as a kid? No, I've never heard of it, though. I mean, just by looking at the art and the name of it, it's like got that like Goosebumps-esque feel. Yes. Of kids' book. Yeah. Yeah, they were interesting to say the least. The least. Yeah, I think out of all of those like kids-oriented book type series things, the ones that we did was the boxcar kids or yeah i can't remember yeah the, the exact name of it but <laughs> yeah something like that children the box car children joined in the mystery yeah cool uh, Star Ocean, the Divine Force. I think we've said uh, before neither of us really got into Star Ocean, even though we don't know exactly why. Yeah, because this was a, a genre that speaks to both of us, I think, yeah. but neither of us <laughs> have gotten into it. Yeah. So, that's coming out. Who knows? That might be the time. Took me... I'm a late bloomer for Dragon Quest, so who knows? Yeah. Bayonetta 3 coming to Switch. The thought of that game on the Switch is kind of weird. Yeah, they just ported 1 and 2 to the Switch as well. So. Yeah, but like that hack and slash, maybe if you have a pro controller or... But even like the the graphic demands, right? Like, I yeah. don't know. I've never played any of them and like honestly didn't really even know anything about it, but Dan actually just played Bayonetta one on his stream. Yeah, well <laughs> then yeah. Is odd considering that Dan is a family friendly streamer. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's not the worst, but yeah, it's definitely not family it's, friendly. <laughs> yeah, it's not like overt but it's very suggestive <laughs> yes uh the big one that i think we're obligated by law uh call of duty modern warfare 2 which the old call of duty modern warfare 2 is the best ever correct <laughs> um does this does this make you care at all like i, I don't know. Uh, not really because i didn't even care when they rebooted the modern warfare series with the first mo <laughs> the new first modern warfare <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah i haven't been following anything with uh call of duty so like i have no idea if they're 
interesting. I don't even remember how we got involved in Cold War. Like, yeah, we just happened to we play got, the beta, uh, and then... Yeah, we got a beta key or something. I don't even remember how. I think it was open. Uh, possibly. Uh, but even then, I don't know. Maybe it was the desire to finally play a game together. Because I know when Vanguard came out, we just didn't give a crap. <laughs> no. <clears throat> and I, I don't know. Since Cold War, it's kind of continued. Cold War was fun to play. Yeah. But yeah, I imagine you're in the same boat I am, where it's just like, uh, I haven't heard or am searching for anything to make me want to play that. No. And like you said, I think one of the big draws to Cold War was the fact that it was something that we could all play together. But as of right now, we don't need that at the moment. Nope. Uh, yeah, we're we're still playing some games together, which we'll talk about a little bit further. I know I'm the Resident Evil fan. Um, I'm not even know what this game is. Reverse. It's an action game. Oh, it's a PvP Resident game. Yeah, it said players one to six. Super weird. How does how do you PvP with one person? <laughs> <clears throat> this is talking about its delay. Project resistance, a spin-off multiplayer set within the Resident Evil universe. It's an all-out PvP journey that pits a kind of characters against one another. Brings back Claire and Leon, but you can play as baddies. <coughs> uh, that still doesn't really tell me <laughs> anything, and it's releasing. Open beta began, when was it? <laughs> April. A while ago. And I've heard nothing about it. So. Yeah. Who knows? And Village coming to Switch. <laughs> and Mac. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> and Resident Evil Village, the Winter's expansion. It's coming out for everything else. Their first... Uh, is it the first expansion? I'm not even sure. <laughs> so the expansion is coming out on the same day that the Switch version is coming out, but the Switch is not getting the expansion? Nope. <laughs> Sucks this up. <laughs> yeah, so that's where game's coming out. Uh, obviously, COD will be COD. Uh, Star Ocean. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Is interesting at least. And the Resident Evil game is also interesting. There's that. Hmm. Uh, I did want to talk about uh, Gotham Knights. I know we don't have that much time into it, but uh, as you know, there's a lot of really stupid people uh, with 
off of shit that doesn't really matter. Uh, but I wanted your honest take of what you are. I mean, from wh- what we've played so far, for me, the game was what we expected it to be. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know if other people just had super high expectations of what they wanted this game to be. Like, uh, I don't know if they thought they were going to get a arkham style game that had four separate stories because there are four different heroes (laughs) yeah but i mean for at least from my point of view that was not what i was expecting and from just what we played so far it seems to be more in line what i was expecting so i'm not disappointed with it so but some people do seem to be (laughs) yeah like uh even a lot of this Kotaku article where it's apparently USA Today, which we all know is great for reviewing video game called The Content A Checklist. Games Radar accused it of not knowing what it wants to be. Uh, for all its potential, the game falls flat, reported by NPR, another great video game digest. IGN gave it a 5 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 4. Metacritic sits at 69. And the only criticism I have, which I can already see that it's doing, um, is uh, mostly this end. While some critics praise the story, the button mashing between scenes uh, seems like a real chore. I wouldn't say really feels like a chore it's still fun but i have the feeling if we continue at the pace we are where we're like all right let's do all the side missions complete everything do the main mission i do feel like it's gonna be repetitive we're going to be like we'll probably still do it because we're insane (laughs) but that (laughs) But that same feeling of the hinterlands and Dragon Age Inquisition, <laughs> you know, where you're just yeah. like, oh, God, you know, like, I, I have to do this, but it's just overly repetitive. Right. Um, but that's the and thing, I see is you don't have to do that. Yeah, and I see <laughs> probably a lot of that point of view comes from a play style of just running in and beating people up. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different, like how yeah, you like a stealth playstyle plays entirely different. Yep. <laughs> um, and is not just button smashing. So the that... sounds of the way they make it sound is like they're the type of person that just basically probably plays Red Hood and just runs in and starts beating people <laughs> down. <laughs> yep. I will say, though, every character, even though I haven't played anybody besides Nightwing, does feel different. Yeah. Like, you're being able to uh, hack all the stuff. Security cameras don't see you anymore. I'm making Nightwing into a place where parting with you increases both of our uh, strength and durability and momentum gain. Like... I don't know. There was a lot of thought going into how each character is different and brings different things to the table. And it plays that way from what it seems. 
Like, I didn't ask you uh, on Nightwing, what was your signature ability that you unlocked, though? Because you know, you uh, I assume you unlocked one that was like yellow on the R1 bar. Oh, yeah, Nest. Uh, so that is, uh, it's an area that increases, uh, the damage we do, and we receive health for 20 seconds. Alright, yeah, um, Batgirls is a drone that she throws out that shoots at enemies and heals you for 30 seconds. <laughs> Jesus. But that's a great example of the different play style i do think based off of everything i've seen if you're a solo player nightwing really got the shaft yeah i think um because i think girl may be built to be a solo player yeah she's a single type uh, brawler too yeah with she has that built-in stealth <laughs> yep. as well like because like, she can just walk through cameras without having to <laughs> worry about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think Red Hood is probably a solo player. Uh, just because yeah. he's just built a tank, really. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't play friendly with the other ones either. Yeah, and I have not looked at Robin at all, so I have no idea how he plays. <laughs> yeah, well... If this was a four-player game, we could be asking Brittany. <laughs> That's who she'd be playing. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like, maybe my opinion will change as we play more, but, like, yeah, this, this game is pretty good for what it's set out to do, so I don't get the let's shit all over it. Yeah, I think it was... It's probably more in the fact that it follows the Arkham series, which a lot of people consider the best hero video game series ever made. Um, so you got a lot to look, big shoes to fill, I think. Yeah. And so some people had super high expectations, which were never going to be fulfilled. Yeah. Uh, consider it's not even the same studio, so well, that... same publisher, but it's not the same people making this game. And uh, and it could be the film, uh, I'm seeing this through my favorite character's eyes, which is Nightwing, but uh, this actually feels closer to a lot of the source material than Arkham did. Yeah. Arkham did a lot of cool things and nods to the comic book, but there was a lot of just weird shit <laughs> like the whole even series of being like oh the arkham residents now are taking over gotham we're shutting it down like dude, that never happens in the comic books you know why because yeah. people like superman exist yeah like this i mean batman dies and I get a text from Clark Kent as Nightwing, which is huge because Clark Kent is a big, besides Bruce, the reason why he's called Nightwing is because of Clark Kent. Nightwing and Firefly or whatever are heroes that were from Krypton that uh, Bruce was being a dick 
uh, it's a story that Clark Kent told him that how he found his secret identity. So that text message from Clark Kent that says, hey, I'm just checking in, uh, it has felt more real than any part in an Arkham game of showing you the DC universe. Yeah. Uh. I'm not going to say the combat is better. It's different. I don't really think you can compare the two. Um, right, right. especially with co-op involved. <laughs> yeah, I will say the stealth was much better done in Arkham, as well yeah. as the grappling uh, as well. Yeah, the ability to like, and I I don't know, maybe you can unlock those abilities later because, like I had mentioned about the fact about zip lining to people was something that you could do in the Arkham games, and it's yeah. like, where's that ability? But which I did unlock, but I know. I specifically remember in like Arkham being able to do silent takedowns from rafters and yep. not jumping on people, but pulling them up to you and hanging them from the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that stuff was cool. But at the same time, you can understand why they don't have that stuff in there because you're not building a move set for one character for this game. You're having to build it for four. Yep. And you <laughs> so you do f- have to take a step back. Yeah, and you want the four characters to feel different. You don't want them just to be a reskin. Yeah. There is an argument here that I'm wondering if you would agree with. I almost feel like the game might be or can better maybe quote unquote better storytelling or whatever if it was a first like a one player story game that still has all four characters maybe but more hey harley is attached to batgirl so you play for the batgirl section of this thing right so you're talking like forced character yeah uh, yeah that would be the only way i could think that it would be better single player because i played a little bit like i told you i started up a mm-hmm. second session solo and it's just like i don't know to me <laughs> and probably the same with you you start up a solo you're not going to play all four characters you're going to pick your one <laughs> and still yep. stick to it yep. hundred <laughs> uh, uh, where at least in a co-op setting, you are getting multiple of those characters out on the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my argument mostly stems from when they, for whatever reason, made the determination that four players weren't possible, and they were like, alright, we'll just do two. That it may have been better to just be like, well, we'll just tell a linear story and just do one. Yeah. Not that I don't uh, enjoy playing with you. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, I think, the obviously, the original plan was a four-player co-op, and yep. at that point, you had already promised co-op, so there's no way <laughs> to go, to go back, back and that. be like, you know what, nah, we're going single-player game here. That would have been yeah. suicide. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I think, from what they had, they probably made the right decision, but... Uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen it as four players, though 
with that being said, I almost feel like they made that decision long before they even announced it. Um, just by playing it because we've, I mean, if you like look through us playing and the fact that you have Jason or Robin in the Belfry sending you information, if all four of those players are out on the field, who's doing that? (laughs) Did they have Alfred plan to do that? (laughs) Because we haven't got any information from Alfred while out on the field. So you would think if that was already in the game, you would still have that. Yeah, you're right. That makes perfect sense, and Alfred normally is the calm guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is also strange to me, too, that, like, you mentioned that uh, Red Hood is the calm guy since neither of us are playing him. Um, because he's never you've got to think, that. there's a, when you program games like that, there's a hierarchy of comms people based on it's like this person is always going to be the comms person if they're not picked, which yeah. I assume is Batgirl. <laughs> if you're not playing her, I assume she would be the comms person. Yeah. Um, yeah and she served that role as Oracle out one. Yeah, point. which is why I believe that. Yeah. But it's just weird for me that the hierarchy has Red Hood above Robin. <laughs> I agree. I feel like Red Hood should be the bottom of the hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And honestly, even Nightwing would probably go over Robin. Yeah. If I I wasn't playing him, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't mind Red Hood having input in and stuff like that. Especially, like, talk, or, like, when he's talking about how dangerous certain people are. Yeah. Like, first-hand experience. But Red Hood should not be the person that's given you intelligence. (laughs) Well, not even just that. It's the, like, because they're all going to be on comms with each other, right? Like, yeah. before we heard a lot of the comms, I assumed everybody was out at the same time doing their own patrols. However, Belfry's home base, right? So when they say, hey, Belfry out or Belfry, right? That's, that's a comm lingo for home base, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And... Uh, Red Hood is speaking for Belfry, which means he's at home base. And that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. And I don't know. I didn't have the same thought process you did and that everyone was out because you always need at least one person there for intelligence, yeah. running computer I, stuff. I, I uh, just assumed which it would be we assumed would be Robin. <laughs> or, or Robin or Oracle. I yeah. actually assumed Alfred, to be honest with you. Uh, and maybe that was the original <laughs> plan, but like I said, based on the fact that that dialogue has not been presented so far, especially yep. in early game, yep, it makes me feel like that they scrapped that idea a long time before they announced it. <laughs> I agree. Which is a shame. That I do think four players would have been very interesting, but based off of how to, they did it with two players, I can already see why they didn't do it. Cause yeah, the performance issues would be terrible. Because yeah. I, I did notice frame rate drops last night when we were playing, when we were apart, especially when we were on the bad cycle. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, so yeah, with four players and untethered, <laughs> uh, yeah, the frame rate probably would be terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Overall, not game of the year, but I don't know what you were expecting. Yeah. Especially when Elden Ring still exists in this year. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's been fun and enjoyable. And when we get more than two players, we move into Overwatch 2. Uh, I do feel like uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I do feel yeah. like it's mostly me and you. <laughs> Still, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I think I was just looking earlier after I got off work. Yeah, Ryan's on playing right now. <laughs> is he? Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> At wrap least this the, up. on the PlayStation app, it says he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna have a, a quick uh, rundown. Uh, <laughs> This may become the Overwatch 2 podcast for a little bit until we move on to begin with because during downtime I'm looking at videos and doing stuff like this for Overwatch 2. Anyway, uh, confirmed Halloween event. Yep, starts tomorrow. Yep, and Bashan and Torborn are going to be back in. And Along some- with Junkertown. And yeah, that map got pulled out as well. Did because of some FPS glitch or something like that with yeah exploit and uh, the hero nerfs. Yep. Uh, so uh, what? So yeah, we've was. seen some rumored hero nerfs. We know that the characters are gonna get tweaked. We just don't know the full extent of them. Yeah. Um, but that we should know tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, we but don't yeah. know how it's going to be, but if you like Genji, Sombra, uh, I would say Zarya. Diva probably will still feel alright, but if you like those heroes, uh, you may want to get in your reps with them t- today, but by the time you're hearing this podcast, it'll be too late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, it's been lots of fun, and Sojourn has been lots of fun to learn on DPS. Yeah, I've been having a Genji. ball with Kiriko. <laughs> yeah, Kiriko is insane. Uh, if you want to watch uh, some videos uh, for Kiriko, ML7 is pretty good for YouTube videos. He's also a Twitch person. He does. Yeah. He being supports. Yeah, and I think Kiriko is, has been pretty easy for me to pick up because of the her aim and fire style of her attack is very similar to Zenyatta's. Yep. Uh, so it's not... I'm not having to, like, relearn a attack pattern for a character, but she's also a very a much more potent healer than Zenyatta is. And uh, uh, has mobility. Yeah, which Zenyatta does not. <laughs> so, yeah. We are missing the Discord orb, but yeah. other than that, uh, I mean, that, what, Sozu or whatever yeah, it's called? Sozu. Uh, <laughs> ability Sozu. with the immortality is yep. ridiculous. Uh, that is the thing that I've had the hardest difficulty learning. Yeah. But I feel like I'm getting a lot better with that. Um, 
like I don't know how many times I have saved our tank who was literally on like 10 HP and then by the time I pop that in healing they're back to max. <laughs> yeah. That and that was something I saw ML7 doing a lot when he was doing his Carico playthrough was just being like, oh, all right, they have an Anna. I don't see anything else. I'm gonna make sure my Suzu isn't cool isn't on cooldown for Anna Nade. So yeah, like, Nade tank and then or a group of people and then you just see him Suzu right out and then heal everybody back up. Yep. Um. Which, to be fair, at our level, we don't see a lot of <laughs> pro Anna play. <laughs> no, we do not. Which is a shame. Uh, She's really good. She's just not yeah. on my list of yeah, heroes. And I'm even play. guilty of this myself, but most Annas don't use their grenade to hit the entire party at our level. It's a lot of times when you're getting... Blanked. As at one, yeah, you're getting one v one in the back line. You throw it at the ground to heal yourself and damage them. Yep. Uh, and that's what most Anna's at our level too. Yeah. Uh, well, even in pro play, right? If they're getting flanked, uh, I think most of the time you shoot for sleep first. Uh, right. And uh. then after that, if you miss, it's nade. But you're right. Most grenades should be done long term both dps damage and on your party right like oh in the scrum i've got three dps fighting uh two or two dps on there two dps i'm just gonna throw a grenade up there <laughs> swing the yeah. battle yeah but i mean there's a lot of things on our level that it doesn't matter yeah and i mean I know Anna's one of the better healers in the game, too, but at our level, uh, <laughs> aiming is an issue, <laughs> especially, like, on yeah. console. So Anna takes a bit of a nerf <laughs> at our level. Yeah, I agree with that. But I do think if me, you, Sam, wanted to be good with that character, she has the carry potential that some support oh yeah do. and i can play her i know uh, you can I'm, but <laughs> uh and i enjoy playing anna anna's one of the most fun supports to play though um not anymore you got zen and kiriko yeah kiriko's <laughs> yeah, just too fun right now so yeah that's pretty much where you're gonna find me when we're i get the support role yep Unless we want to win. Uh, she's quickly climbing my support ladder. I know. Uh, yeah, especially if... I do <laughs> No think... offense if I get paired with Kingston <laughs> on support. <laughs> I cannot play Zenyatta. <laughs> no, I about to say you really can't. The, the good thing, though, is like having a pool, right? So even if Kiriko becomes your favorite, your main support... Like, there's still something still really good about you in terms of being like, all right, we have this DPS as just being a pain. All right, I'll switch to Zen, right? And just snipe him out of the sky or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, we need more DPS? Like, if we need more support DPS, I take out my Lush and I go to Bat. Right? For you, it's probably Zen. Yeah, though, yeah, it depends on Kiriko how much healing I'm, I'm having to do. 
Yeah. If I'm having to constantly heal, then yes, Zenyatta is the better play because it's passive healing. I just throw the orb and forget about him. Yeah. If I'm not having to passively heal a lot, uh, my damage numbers are probably about equal with Kiriko as they are Zenyatta's. Yeah, but um, the thing that Zen gives is your DPS. Yeah. But if it's the point of me having to switch to do damage, <laughs> I'm not trusting my DPS to start with. <laughs> true. That's true. It depends on who you feel just gets more kills, right? More uh, yeah. is good, too, for certain people. For me, I just know it's bad. Yeah, and if I'm the one that's required to be get or that is having to get all the kills and then the other team figures it out and then i start getting focused uh zenyatta is not the play anymore <laughs> yeah yeah but then you just switch <laughs> off right yeah that's something we don't do enough myself included yeah. i do it more on dps than i do anything else um and i don't know if you even noticed me doing switches last yesterday when we were playing that i would do Genji. switches near end game um yeah. when they were like doing something to shut me down or yeah what i was doing wasn't working um yeah i would switch and i do that on dps which is like i said something that our play group does not do they like lock into yep. soldier or something and it's like i'm playing soldier the entire game or <laughs> Yep. Tracer or something like that. Um, sure. Uh I definitely don't I switched uh when we were up against that really good Farah. Yeah. I was just like, alright. I'll McCree. With that horrible Rhine. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah. I do do a little bit of tank switching as well. Um, I don't like to switch tanks, uh, similar to the fact that I don't like to switch uh, support, because ults are just so important for those two. Mm. Uh, so, it's hard to switch when you're at like 70% on an ult, and being like... <laughs> uh, yeah. But on DPS, you can charge ults super fast, so I don't feel as bad about switching those. <laughs> yeah, and most DPS... Most support ultimates are to counter game and yeah. ultimates from the other team. Correct. Uh, um, yeah. And most, most DPS, anyway. <laughs> yeah, most, not all. And most uh, DPS ones are just to do whatever their primary job is faster. Yeah, take out one or two, get a one or two picks with it or yep. something like that. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Even though ultimates are still important for dps it's not I yeah do... and but yeah like on a, um for example if you're tanking and you're playing zarya and zarya is not working because they're smart enough not to shoot the shield but you're setting at 70 percent on your graviton even though you have low energy graviton is still a stupid crazy good alt yep <laughs> it's hard to throw that away immediately yeah I did read uh, a, a guide by a coach, though, that said, like, uh, most people don't switch even when they should because they have an ultimate. Yeah. Um, so 
there's something to to be said with that too, right? Like sometimes the ult's not worth it if you're getting hard countered. Yeah. But yeah. Either way, it's been fun. I imagine uh, sometime soon we'll probably dip our finger uh, back into comp. Yeah, most likely. We got like 43 days left in the season, so. <laughs> yeah. At some point we have to do it because you need those comp points. <laughs> yep. And that's, you've got to do placements for three different roles and then they have the open queue. <laughs> so. God. That's really four sets of placements you have to do. That's insane. Uh, so another thing we have here is what November's free games. If you have Amazon Prime, do you have Prime? I do. So, Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition. <laughs> that's nice. the only one on here that's worth a damn. And if you haven't played Fallout New Vegas by now, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. It's, I think, both of our favorite Fallout games, though. Yep. Um, I'm going to argue this is one game that needs a remaster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck Skyrim for the eighth, 80th millionth time. If you remade this, I'd buy it. Yeah, because I've gone back and tried to play it recently. It's super dated. <laughs> yes. It needs it. Morrowind also needs it. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem is is that New Vegas was not Bethesda's studio. It was no. Obsidian, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, and Bethesda no longer owns Obsidian, so there's that whole <laughs> yep. so, thing there. So. <laughs> but yeah. Either way, I mean, there's World Rally Championship, if you like that. I don't know what last day of June is. Indian Jones and the Last Crusade. Eitherborn, Whispering Willows, and Facility 47. Like, I don't know what half those are. Yeah, I have no idea either. <laughs> yep. So, there's that. I don't know if there's anything even in this week. Uh, I don't really care about Bayonetta's three voice acting controversy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've heard about it and kind of seen some of the details. Uh, there are conflicting reports, and I have no idea who to believe. <laughs> she only got offered by $4,000. That's what she claimed. The yeah. studio's claiming they offered her 20000 which is more than the industry standard. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and man. that she was wa that she was requesting a hundred thousand, <laughs> which is why they went out and got a new one. So, like I said, I have no idea who to believe on this. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Unless you have something in writing. Yeah, Gotham Knights. The review is on here too. But already talked about that in depth. Uh, future of Silent Hill. Yeah, that was a confirmation of a Silent Hill 2 remake. That's pretty cool. Rumored to be a PS5 exclusive. 
the people that like that. Sims 5 is in development. I don't do the Sims. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Uh, they had a Sims <laughs> broadcast type thing last week. Jeez. Oh, the Sims 4 went free to play this week, though. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was not aware of that either, but I think Sims 4 has been on PlayStation Plus anyway, so. So technically it's been there. And then yeah. Final Fantasy 16 Ambition. A lot of Final Fantasy players look forward to throughout the rest of 2022 into 2023. And it's not all around Final Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy 16 start to launch next summer. Something Squeenix. Uh, further confirmed by dropping a lengthy new trailer for the game this week. I haven't watched the trailer, have you? I have not watched this trailer. I've watched every other one. Bulk of the trailer focused on a boss fight, while other details revealed further explain Final Fantasy XVI's story. The game sounds like it'll be pretty massive, and this will footage shown off in the trailer looked pretty good. Yeah, this is supposed to be Final Fantasy fourteen single player. <laughs> it's the creative team behind Final Fantasy, the MMO. Uh, they're oh, doing sixteen. So yeah, that's right. The, uh, the art style and everything looks exactly like the MMO. <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot. I, I got to be real. I don't know who is Amaranth, the person that that keeps like. Uh, uh, like getting banned for like doing stupid shit, or is that somebody else? I don't follow Twitch like that. Uh, I don't know if she keeps getting banned. She's the one that started the whole hot tub thing, oh, <laughs> or at least okay. made it big. I yeah. don't know if she started it, but Uh, apparently her husband's a dish. That's really the only thing. Yeah, and that's not. All right. Yeah. Anything you got on your side? Um, I can do a quick check, but I don't believe I have anything else. <laughs> oh, if you don't, we might be joining Ryan. Some Overwatch. Uh, nothing seems to be coming up here. <laughs> I do know uh, it might be worth mentioning that <laughs> some people were <laughs> expecting Rockstar to or drop the <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer last week for like the 25th or is it 25 already? No, it can't be. 20th? 20th anniversary. Anniversary of Vice City. Um, <laughs> instead, they announced nothing and people got mad at them because they didn't do anything. And Rockstar never said they were going to do anything. <laughs> it's a whole thing where they worked themselves up believing they were going to get something. <laughs> yeah. And then when and they didn't. Got nothing and then got mad at them because they didn't give them anything. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than a fan. <laughs> Fans an entitled suit. fan who yes. thinks they I mean, they just announced like last month or something that they were working on Grand Theft Auto 6 
why do you expect to get a trailer now? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah. That's everything for this week. Uh, join us next week. Uh, uploaded probably tomorrow, so on Tuesday. Uh, but we hope to catch you then, and we hope you have a good week. All right. See you. Yeah. Uh.